0: Welcome to the MMB Lifestyle Podcast, a lifestyle podcast where we learn about, share, and discuss topics around health, fitness, and personal development. My name is Mundia, and I will be your host. Hello, listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the MMB Lifestyle Podcast, Today, I'm back on my own on the episode. I don't have a guest with me. I had a guest the past two podcasts. And today, I'm stepping in to share with you 10 weight loss barriers that we need to climb over. So basically, I'll be sharing uh, top 10 things that can impact your ability to lose weight if you are on a weight loss plan or some kind of fat loss plan. And the reason why I like to kind of put these kind of episodes into parts, for example, five reasons, eight or ten, it's really key takeaways that either I have experienced myself. So a lot of the things that I talk about, I've experienced myself because for the past almost uh, going on eight years, I've been on my own kind of health and fitness journey, or practically my whole life, but really being deliberate about it for the past um eight years or so, and so there's a lot that I've learned that I feel... If I condense it into certain topics and certain points, you can learn a lot just from one episode or benefit a lot from one episode that would have taken me probably months or even years to figure out. So listen in and I hope one of these 10 points will help you in, you know, achieving or crossing over any barriers that you're experiencing in your weight loss or fat loss journey. Now here the episode is predominantly focused on, as I mentioned, weight loss or fat loss. There are other barriers that could come into play depending on what your health and fitness goals are. So let's get right into it. So my main reason why you might not be experiencing the kind of weight loss or fat loss that you're looking for is that you are not in a caloric deficit. Now, just to understand what a caloric deficit is, it merely means that your body is expending more energy than you're taking in. And the result of that is that your body is going to tap into your fat stores to give you more energy. And as a result, you will lose weight. So if you find that you're exercising a certain way consistently, and you're eating a certain way, and you're not losing weight, one of the reasons could be that you're not in a caloric deficit. So really measuring or paying attention to the amount of energy or food that you put in your body in comparison to what you burn and something that can help here is actually tracking the food that you eat and the drinks uh, that you consume i know it can be a pain there's some people who have no desire whatsoever to you know track every bit of food or drink that goes past their mouth and others like myself who absolutely enjoy it i love to be able to measure what i'm eating plug it into a spreadsheet compare it with the exercise that I did that week and see the results at the end. I absolutely love it because I love to deal with data. Data does not lie. And sometimes when we fail to measure certain things, it's very hard to to manage it. So that's one point number one. You might not be in a caloric deficit. And a tip to that is just for a couple of days or for a week, really write down what you eat If you want to take it a step further, you can actually weigh what you eat, get a food scale just to give you a more precise indication of what you're eating because very often we consume more than we actually think. And so just having that data will allow you to make better decisions about how much you're eating. Number two, barrier to weight loss is perhaps you're not drinking enough water. Our bodies are mostly made up of water and what happens is water has so many benefits you know for our bodies it acts as a you know cleanser to clean your body it's wonderful for the skin it also works as a transport system to carry you know things around the body And when we're not drinking enough water, we are affecting our body's ability to function effectively. And that also impacts our weight loss. So you find that sometimes when you drink water, your body actually releases water. Of course, you go to the bathroom more, but, you know, it's also keeping your body and things kind of flowing. And when you don't drink water, your body actually kind of retains water. Sometimes you actually get like a kind of almost a bloated look you know, because your body's retaining water because you're not giving it enough that it can actually, you know, keep releasing it. So keep on drinking water. And that will actually help you along your weight loss journey. Point number three, in terms of a barrier to overcome when it comes to being uh, stuck on a weight loss or fat loss journey, you need to be patient, especially if you have just gotten started. And maybe you've not exercised or been paying attention to your diet and nutrition for the past couple of months. You know, you get to a point where you're frustrated with yourself. Today's the day that you're going to make the change. You know, it's enough and you're going to go for it. And you go all guns blazing for like a week or two weeks. You're working out five days a week, maybe even six, maybe even every single day for two weeks, three weeks. And then you start to, you know, you get exhausted and you start to burn out, and you get impatient because you're not seeing the results that you want to see. What we've got to realize is if we're at the point where we're not happy with the way our body looks or the way we feel, this feeling that you get at that point, it didn't happen overnight. This is something that has happened because of consistently either not exercising or consistently not having sound nutritional practices that will help you feel and look better. And we cannot expect that in just a couple of weeks, maybe even months that we're going to reverse, you know, everything that we have done up to this point. You have got to be patient with yourself and enjoy the journey. You know, it took you a while to get to where it is that you are and maybe maybe you're not so far from your goal you know maybe you can literally your goal is just a few kilos away or one or two dress sizes or maybe your goal is 50 kilos or 60 kilos away or maybe even six dress sizes away but you've got to be patient with yourself you know and love yourself throughout the journey because even as you go through your journey when you get to that point where you feel you're at your goal if you don't love yourself and accept yourself especially before then There's no guarantee that you're going to accept yourself at that point. So be patient with yourself and keep going. My point number four is, you know, barriers that could be hindering you from losing weight is you're not training intensely enough. This also links into my point number one when I talked about the caloric deficit. So typically when I train with clients, this is what I do. So I have a limited number of clients and I I actually like to do like small group trainings, like two two to four people is like really cool. And when I do train, it's typically two times a week. I don't know what you're doing for the other times. So for those two days where we train together, I want us to give it all that we've got. We're going to train intensely. We're going to make efficient use of our time to make sure that we're, you know, we're getting a bang for our buck for the time that we're training together. And if you're going to train, for example, and Always be prepared for your training. You know, you've dedicated this time. Have your training plan beforehand so that you can maximize on the time that you have. Personally, for me, there's nothing that I find more time wasting or precious time wasting than if you go, especially to the gym, if you've made the effort to go super early or, you know, during your lunch hour or in the evening and you don't have a training plan and you're just kind of wandering around from machine to machine wondering what to do, you've made the time to be there, have your training plan, go in there, be efficient, enjoy it, execute, and leave. Number five is perhaps you are not sleeping enough. One of the reasons you can be training on point, your eating is on point, but if you're skimping out on your sleep, you're doing your body a disservice. Because when we sleep, you know, we are shutting down in terms of our mind and our conscious self, but there's so many things that our body is doing in the background to help us rest and recover and prepare us for the next day, you know, all sorts of things going on. And if you're not sleeping right or taking the time to sleep, you're preventing your body from actually resting and recovering so that you can actually continue to reap all the benefits of exercising and eating healthy. So don't skimp out on your sleep. You know, typically we hear that one should get approximately, you know, I've heard like seven to eight hours of sleep, some say six, some say I am just fine on five hours, some on nine or ten. It's really individual. And I think as a general rule of thumb, you know, Seven to eight hours should be okay, and if you can get more on the weekend or holidays or things like that, why not add on a bit of extra recovery time? The reason number six that could be hindering your weight or fat loss is your constantly changing programs or nutritional plans. So you try something out this week, you do it for two, three weeks, you don't see a change, you switch to another plan, you hear your friend Jane down the road is doing this plan and she's getting amazing results, you quickly jump onto James plan, but then after a while you hear Sarah down the street is doing keto and now you're on this plan. Constantly changing programs will hinder you from actually seeing the results that you really need to see or even getting the results. You need to be consistent for a certain amount of time for you to actually even be able to decipher what is it that is giving you those benefits of exercising and eating a certain way if you're always changing plans. And also it's very individual because you always have to find out what works for you, what works for John. Is not going to work for Peter. You know, we all have different bodies and our bodies function differently. We digest food differently. We have different food tolerances and intolerances and things like that. And so here what is important about not changing your, you know, especially your nutritional program, you've got to be consistent for a while to see what works for you. Experiment, enjoy the process, you know. Take out certain foods for a while and see how your body feels. Reintroduce them and see how your body feels. Become the master of your body. Because I always say that nobody should know your body better than you. Of course, you can have someone that will advise you and give you nutritional advice, but you are the one who carries your body around all day. You're the one who knows what you put in your body all day. So you are literally, you know, you have this ability to collect information about yourself. What things make you feel more positive during the day? What things take away your energy? You know, there was one time when I did what is called an energy audit. I was going through like really a rough patch and I was really questioning a lot of things in my life. And I read something about how the ability to take the time and analyze things in your life, to do an energy audit. And everything that you do during that week, it was a one-week thing. (laughs) I love doing these exercises. So for one week, I focused on the things that I did, the interactions that I had with people, and what it did for me. Did it either give me energy, or did it take away energy for me? And it was really fun to see at the end of the week, you know, the things that took energy away from me, and the things that gave me energy. And so what I tried to do from that is, to focus more on the things that give you energy and do a bit less of the things, you know, that take away energy from you. And number seven is why you could not be, you know, barriers to your weight loss or fat loss journey is that you're not making the time to prepare your food. Now, meal prep is something that I say is one of the easy wins when it comes to controlling what you eat. If you don't know what meal prepping is, meal prepping is basically where you just prepare your meals in advance. For example, if you typically go out for lunch and dinner, you grab something on the way for breakfast, a muffin or whatever it is, meal prepping example would be you prepare your own breakfast the night, you know, the night before you prepare like some overnight oats with some berries and some yogurt, sprinkle some cinnamon. And then for lunch, maybe you prepare like, you know, a chicken salad with some sweet potato, broccoli or whatever it is. And you have a snack and you prepare all your meals kind of like in advance. You, it's te- you, don't, you don't eat out in restaurants. And I'm not saying that you have to do this all the time, but once in a while, because the reason why meal prepping is so important is because You know what you put in your food when you prepare it. Very often when you go out to dinner or restaurants, a lot of the food that we have is fried in certain oils, which become rancid when you heat them. And when you heat oil to a certain temperature and it becomes rancid, the impact that it has on the food that it cooks and on your body when you eat it, it's, you know, a lot of things going on there. And when you prepare your own food, you have more control about what you put in your food. You know, how much oil do you use to cook? Do you use like, you know, vegetable oil or canola oil versus like a a cooking spray or coconut oil and things like that. And those things count when it comes to really getting your body in tune with, you know, what you're putting in it. So meal prepping, is a very important factor if you're serious about your weight loss goals. So there's one episode that I recorded, I think it was episode 4 or 5 if I'm not mistaken, and it's about setting weight loss goals and meal prepping is one of the key key things. And before I go on here, I actually also have a book on meal prepping. It's called Meal Prep Simplified. Basically, really consolidated short ebook giving you tips, tools and strategies on how to go about meal prepping. If you have absolutely no clue how to, because there is a bit of effort that you need to do before in preparing so that when you actually prepare the food, it doesn't take you as long. So actually, if you go to mmblifestyle.com shop, you will find that ebook there. Um, very helpful when it has a grocery list as well at the back of uh, items that you can get. And going on to reason number eight, a barrier to your weight loss or a fat loss journey is that you're doing the same workouts program for too long. Now, I know I just said that in number six, you're constantly changing programs or nutritional plan. But in number eight, I'm saying you're doing the same training style for too long. For example, if you're only just running. The only thing you ever do is run. I have nothing against running. I just don't do it very well. And for very long distances, (laughs) not at this point in my life, my running is like sprinting. I do interval sprints and that's the running I do. But I mean, for example, if you're constantly running or doing some sort of cardiovascular activity without enough resistance training, and your goal is to build muscle, it's going to be pretty tough for your body to build muscle. So and if you want your body to change the way it looks a certain way because our bodies become accustomed to what we do to it the way we exercise and things like that so if you're constantly doing the same type of workouts your body is going to adapt so after a certain time you've got to switch it up just to give your to move and to get your muscles to be activated differently with certain movements you add resistance remove resistance you use body weights you you know you use free weights and things like that so doing the same type of exercise switch it up you know one day do interval sprints here you know do like circuit training outside body weights or you know lift some weights in the gym and things like that and just give your body you know something different activate different muscles Now, the last two reasons of uh, weight loss or fat loss barriers that you may be facing have absolutely nothing to do with exercise and nutrition. This has to do with your mind. And number nine is the negative self-talk that we have. When we're training and working out and trying to achieve our goals, if you are constantly telling yourself in your head that you're not going to achieve it or that it's it's really hard or that I'm not going to get it. And you're doing the actions. There's not a cons- there's an inconsistency between the messages and the things that you're saying in your head, and the actions that your body is doing. You're going to confuse your body and your mind. We need to get our bodies and our mind working together. We need to get that negative self-talk, switch it around to positive self-talk and belief. We get our bodies to do the action and then we basically make the dream team, my friend. Your mind, your body and you. Sometimes you have to take yourself out of the process and look at yourself really from a perspective with an outside view. And try to get, be, you know, kind of like detach yourself from your mind and your body and be the person who's kind of trying to bring this golden triangle, so to say, together. And my final reason why you may have barriers to achieving your weight loss or fat loss goals is that your belief in yourself, you know, there's nothing, if somebody believes in you, So many times we can get people believing in us and, you know, in your skills and your abilities to do something. If you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe you can do it, that could be the biggest barrier to you getting to that point where you will feel like you actually made whatever goal that you had. If you don't have self-belief... And it's very hard. And self-belief is something that doesn't come easy because even individually, you know, we sometimes believe so much in other people, but we don't even believe in our own skills and abilities, right? And even when somebody does believe in us, we're like, oh no, oh no, you know. No, believe in yourself, your skills and your capabilities to reach your goals and you will do it. It's not easy. And there are certain things that you need to do actually to give your brain, hard facts and information to help you build that self-belief. And once you believe in yourself, my friends, and you have the evidence to prove it by following through with something, there is no limit to what you can do and what you can achieve. Because the main limit that we put is the limit that we put in ourselves. So that self-belief, let's work on it and continue to pursue the things that we want to, in order to help us live a more fulfilled life. I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these 10 tips. Let me know in the comments or in the review, which one was your favorite, which ones resonate with you the most. I would really, really love to hear from you. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this podcast. And until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye for now. You have been listening to the MMB Lifestyle podcast. For more, please visit mmblifestyle.com or you can also follow the MMB Lifestyle Instagram page at mmb.lifestyle.